I'm a fun guy. Uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, I mean, it's just more questions you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gents. It's your man, Mr. Monsterflake, alongside me, the beautiful, talented, lovely, wonderful Hayden Hot Wheels Low. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's been a hot minute since I've been since we've been together. It has been a hot minute. You have been like a month. Weddings. You have been well, not weddings, wedding. Canada. I wish it were my wedding. <laughs> Even me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh Canada two times. Yep. And then you were just recently passing away. Yeah, leprosy. And so if you guys remember, last week I talked about Hayden was in the depths of hell, and he was dying. <laughs> and now he's he's back and doing better. Hayden, tell us about it, please. Oh, man. No, I just, it, while I was in Canada, I broke out in hives for who knows what reason. It was yeah. super, super random. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, yeah, visited the ER a couple of times to try and figure out what the heck was going on. And to this day, we still have no idea what's going on, but it, it's kind of ceased. It's not causing me issues anymore, and I'm not breaking out in hives anymore. So Yeah. We're it was chilling. so weird. Well, it's only scary because because I'm a paraplegic. We don't know if it's my body reacting to something that I don't know about. Yeah. And so we just did like a ton of tests trying to figure out what was going on and figure out things like that. So. Did, they, did they do like a CAT scan or anything? Um, like a full, like an internal view? Did they? I can't, I can't remember. I know they did. No, not this time. They did an x-ray on my chest because they're wondering. Because you couldn't breathe well, Yeah, right? it was affecting my breathing, so they yeah. wanted to make sure it had nothing to do with my lungs, if anything was wrong there. Right. Because I do have a partially collapsed lung, so that was also a little problematic that maybe it was pneumonia or something, yeah. even worse. And yeah. so, huh. but no, we're all good. I've got my EpiPens. <laughs> I freak. I actually need to pick up some meds to be taking oh, now. Oh, rookie, rookie. I'm, I'm surviving. Good. Good. Driving even. You know, one nice thing about you know your legs not feeling stuff is your EpiPen. You don't even. Dude, I was thinking about that. I'm like, <laughs> you can just do it. I hate needles, and I've heard they're painful. Yeah. Right, because they go in deep. Well, yeah, people just have to send it as fast. Yeah, as possible. and I'm like, you know what? We can do it anywhere. We could do it. We could do it right <laughs> in the butt. We could do it on the on the calf. We could do it right on the shin even. <laughs> you just put it wherever the heck you want it. My body might not like me, but it won't. <laughs> but you it won't, won't hurt. It. You can fine. even do it slow if you want it. Yeah, dude. If you like, now that I'm thinking about it, I was just barely watching Alone. Nice TV series. So was my pops last uh, night hey. when I called him. Hey, you see, he's a good man. And uh, this girl got a fish hook stuck in her, and uh, well, she got it stuck in her hand. But I'm just thinking. If we went fishing and you got like a fish hook stuck in your leg and it was like stuck, stuck, we th- we'd think we caught a fish. Well, you could, well that, well you could literally, yeah, you'd be like, tugging I'd be on reeling it. in my leg and I wouldn't <laughs> even know. I'd be like, man, this is tough, and I'm like, why am I bleed? Oh my god! <laughs> but then you could literally just like, it were like, oh, that's in there too deep. We can't pull it out. You be could like, just cut a hole and yeah. patch it like just something like a small little slit, and you really wouldn't even feel it. Yeah, I could slit it out. <laughs> I'd probably pass out in the process because. I'm the blood squeamish like that, yeah, yeah, but you know, yeah. but dang that. And that hmm. Also, we, we should probably apologize for all the loud noises. We're in, we're in the library. Oh yes, and they're doing construction everywhere. We've seen the progression of it, and it's just yeah. Every single school starting up, so they're trying to get things done, and you can yep. Yeah, you hear that? 
that yeah yeah you have to be able to <laughs> yeah you probably hear everything we apologize yeah just do your best to ignore it. every week we come in to record it's something different something different yeah everything's new. just imagine the noise is what it sounds like when you're constructing a better life for yourself Ooh, deep <laughs> and look at that that's a perfect transition to what we wanted to talk about oh, today you're right i didn't even Beautiful. think of that we uh, had a guest who's going to be on. It's a good friend of my name, a good friend of mine. His name is KG. Well, we call him KG. His name's B? Kyler. What? KGB? No, Kevin Garnett. Oh. He, plays for the Bo- he used to play for the Boston Celtics. Oh, wow. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, his name's KG, and, and he started this, this brand. And so we're going to have him on, but he had some family obligations come up. And so it's just going to be me and Hayden today, which is still a blessing to your souls, believe me. Um, but we'll get him on again soon. So, KG, if you're listening, my boy, don't even worry about it. We'll have you so soon. But perfect transition to what we're going to talk about today. Um, I texted Hayden, was like, hey, what should we cover? And he had the grand, beautiful idea of... Should I just read the text? (laughs) Oh, yeah, you might as well. I mean, I might as well. Make it authentic as it gets. I don't know. Obviously, I'm huge into self-improvement and getting better every day and trying to do a lot of things like that, so... I kind of just told him, like, let's kind of brainstorm ideas of how we can help people become better every day, Mm. Um, which is kind of the slogan of, I don't know if you've heard of Darren Hardy. Yeah. He's a good kind of personal mentor, successful businessman, entrepreneur. Right. But yeah, I was like, we could talk about things like reading and poetry and getting outside, eating healthy, exercise, all these, there's so many little things that you can do to just improve yourself each and every day, waking up earlier, like, and just kind of bouncing ideas off each other and kind of figuring out what, what we can get out of that. Totally. totally. I'm assuming you um, probably went straight to YouTube and looked up Kobe Bryant videos, <laughs> as you do. As I do. Am and I, I did. And well, of, course of course I did. did. <laughs> um, 100% I did. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, he has a really sweet stance, in fact, on um, doing a little bit better every day. That's one of his main things that he talks about ever is, is the concept of uh, no matter you win or lose, you do a little bit better every single day. He's like, even if you're at your peak, even if you're doing awesome, he's like, you're still going to have to put in the work because you still want to improve and be better than you were. I mean, in his case, you know, if you do really good at one move in basketball, eventually people are going to figure out that move and know how to defend it, right? Right. And so then you just got to keep adjusting and keep changing and keep growing so that way it's unpredictable. That way you're always able to to do better. And so Hmm. I think just the thought of preparing ourselves every single day to live in a way that whether we are doing successful or whether we are failing, we are still preparing the exact same way. If we live our lives that way, no matter what, you're going to be able to progress because even if you win, you're just going to win again because you're prepping. And even if you lose, you're going to eventually win because you're prepping. Right. I think for me, for me, one of the fun things is like the actual preparation itself. Right. Um, <laughs> actually preparing. <laughs> actually preparing. Actually creating an experience out of it. So I was actually yeah. listening. So Darren Hardy Right. He's, he's my Kobe Bryant, so to speak. <laughs> and he was talking about today, this morning, his message was about how to create better experiences. And he mm. was talking about creating like a tapestry, so to speak, of both before, during, and after the event actually occurs, whether that's 
your dating life or in your marriage or in your schooling or whatever it may be. Um, and I think it just kind of goes like if you're preparing, if you're constantly doing things that lead up to an experience Mm. and then meditating on it after the experience, you're going to little by little create better experiences because you're going to know how to prepare and relate to them afterwards. Yeah. So, I mean, this is kind of bashing ourselves, but when it comes to a (laughs) podcast, right? Like you could research a topic more. You could kind of hype each other up with videos about the topic going up to it and do different things. So when, so the whole time leading up to the episode, you're preparing yourself, you're getting excited about it, all these different things. Then when it happens, that's the experience. And then afterwards you can talk about it. You can post things, read comments, and it just makes the experience not only last longer, but it embellishes what it is every time. Yeah. Well, doing the preparation, it adds to the experience. Totally. I call these things, to me, it's like I hate flipping on a light switch early in the morning, (laughs) but it makes a huge difference because it gets me out of bed quicker. Um, I actually sit up out of my bed, flip the light switch on. The light wakes me up. The initial sitting up out of bed wakes me up. Mm-hmm. And I, I call these like my light switch habits or behaviors. Okay. And I think of like, okay, tomorrow morning I have this to do. So rather than waking up, because I want to sleep as long as I possibly can, right? Oh, you, believe me, <laughs> you know, I'm the same way. <laughs> you're like, if I can sleep 15 minutes before it starts, I will. Yep. But my experience with whatever I'm doing will be better if I put in effort now to prepare. So maybe I get my clothes prepared the day before. Maybe I get, you know, it's like, okay, I know what I'm going to wear tomorrow morning. I have these pants and I have this shirt. Um, today I did know what I was going to wear because I just barely bought this super fire polo. I was going to I was gonna say, nice polo, Mr. Eh? Polo over hey, here. And I told you I love polo. I couldn't find one. I'm wearing the two for the two for fifty percent off or whatever from Tilly's from Tilly's in California, and you're looking sharp too. Thanks, dude. I'm glad we both showed up looking real sharp. I know, See, I know. Prepped, prepped up. You, you hear that, ladies and gents? We're prepped. But doing things like that enhances the experiences that you have throughout the day because uh, just last week, and just like we watched in, in that reel I made of Devin's dad, yeah, um, he was talking about you know the first twenty minutes of your day, what you fill your mind with or what you fill your time with, ultimately will determine how your day is going to go. Right. And I know myself far too well. (laughs) If I have a crappy morning where I'm rushing, if I didn't prepare properly and I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm a little late, I didn't have my clothes ready, I got to get my clothes, I got to get breakfast ready. If I didn't have those things prepared, then my day is automatically filled with more stress. If you slept next to your unfolded clean laundry. Exactly. (laughs) It's just laying there on the ground and you look, yeah, it's the worst, absolutely the worst. (laughs) And then it gets to the point where because you took out your laundry, and you're like, oh, it's clean. You just leave it on the floor. You're like, I'll fold that when I'm ready. And then you don't fold it. And then it gets to the point where you're like, wait, what's clean and what's dirty? <laughs> 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 There's little things like that every single day. And those are, for me, those are my light switch behaviors. Is when I'm done with my laundry, just fold it on the spot. So that way you don't have the issue. When you're done with, you know, anything you're doing, when you're done with eating your meal, just do your dishes then so that an hour later when you're lethargic and full of food, you don't have to look at the sink and be like, oh, I don't have enough energy to clean the dishes right now. Well, that, yeah, that kind of brings up a good point when it comes to just cleanliness in general. Mm. Mm. Like a clean space or a clean mind really is just very satisfying, at least to me. Totally. And you feel more organized. You're less stressed out. 
Yeah. Because everything is in order. And we as humans love order. Yeah. Right? Everything we do is to try and create order. We love placing orders. Yep. <laughs> well, think about it. That's why you forever, you've created a family. Right. You take two unorganized beings that are absolute messes, <laughs> you bring them together and you create the order of the family. Right. You, yeah, take unorganized food and you want to create a meal out of it. Right. Something that's more orderly and looks nice. Right. Same with the house, same with the job. Um, like I said, relationships. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that's, that's something very interesting because you think of like a godlike creation type thing, right? And kind mm-hmm. of how that all works out. But kind of getting back to my point of um, cleanliness, um, it's just important in those first 20 minutes as well is just clearing your mind. Don't, don't open your, I'm horrible at this. Mm. Don't open your emails and read (laughs) all your newsletters and all the emails from work that from the day before and everything that you need to catch up on. I think we should just be taking time to just wake ourselves up. (laughs) Honestly. Right. Like don't look at anything till you're done breakfast or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's, it's a healthy thing because when you wake up and you're looking at all this stuff, it's just like, it's, it's just filling your mind with busyness, and then you get busy, and you get distracted, and then the rest of your day just, that's all it's on, right? And so if you take the time to actually just wake up, flip the light switch on, make your bed, leave. Make your bed. Make your bed. You've heard the speech, Admiral Ugh. something, Ravenclaw something. I forget his name, but I have his book. Hufflepuff, I think. <laughs> Literally <laughs> called Make Your Bed, and he's a Navy SEAL, and he just talks about um, every single day, one of the most important things that we can do to change the world is to make our bed. Because automatically doing one task, it gives you a sense of pride and it gives you a sense of accomplishment, which automatically tells your brain to move to the next step to accomplish. It's like pushing a snowball down down a hill, right? right. It's going to it gains traction, gets bigger <laughs> and bigger until you destroy all your accomplishments at the end of the day. <laughs> in a positive way. In a positive way. Destroy as in like we killed it. We destroyed that. Yes. Destroy records because we break records. That's what we do. Right. Um, right. <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's just, it's really cool. And I guess the main reason we're talking about this is because it directly correlates with life must go on. I think there are so many people in the world who obviously have challenges and who obviously have difficulties. The only way to overcome those difficulties is by making small adjustments that will better your life in the future. Um, Hayden knows from his experience. I know from my experiences that, you know, when life hits you in a way, you have to change things. Otherwise, you're just going in the same circle. There's the classic, uh, what is it? It's insanity. The definition is like just doing the same thing over and over again. Expecting expecting a different different outcome. Right, exactly. And so when you go through challenges and when you go through trials or when you're trying to get out of a certain circumstance, you have to make changes in order to progress. I think of people who come from, I guess like myself, from a family that has a poor background. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be poor, so I'm going to do things necessary to change. And those small things, not huge things, not just, you know, huge things will come, but for the most part, it's just doing those small things where I prep myself the day before. I carry myself a little bit better than I did, um, you know, last week. I try to make a change in who I am in order for a better outcome. Sorry, I thought you had something to say. No, no, you're totally (laughs) totally good. No, I'm just processing what you're thinking. (laughs) I like it. 
Um, it's, it's, I think about every single person that we've had on the podcast and every single one of them, what has been the equalizer, I guess what has made them all similar is every time we ask them kind of more of the life must go on questions, they all mention how it's has never a change in their heart or a change in their behavior was never this huge, bold, crazy experience. Yeah. But it was maybe a huge, crazy, bold, traumatic experience, but they changed through the small and simple little things. Yeah, well, I think, like, back to my recovery process, right? Right. So what they ended up doing is we did in, what's it called? Inpatient therapy. Inpatient rehab, mm-hmm. yeah. And I was there for four months. Dang. Right? Like, that's, that's four months. It's a long time. And it takes, it, yeah, it takes time. The first time I ever learned how to get in and out of a car took me 20 minutes. Dang. And I didn't even do it properly, and I didn't even finish the task. <laughs> You're just hanging The first there. time I tied my shoes trying to figure out how to do that mm. took me 20 minutes as well. Mm. Now it's 20 seconds. Right. Right? And it's just, yeah, figuring out the techniques that work to do different things. Um and I mean, my life has its own sets of challenges. Every day is a puzzle trying to figure out, oh, I want to make something for breakfast. Mm. Okay, well, what's the most efficient way that I can do this? Um, do I need help to reach something? Do I need to make sure things are prepared before I actually do something? Mm. Um, and so I almost have to think steps ahead before I actually do something. Yeah, That's why I kind of chuckled when he said like, leave your clothes out the day before to be able hmm. to do less work in the morning. I'm like, I got to do that or else I can't reach my clothes in the morning. <laughs> so I got to pick them out the night before. Exactly. So exactly. just little things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Where you just have to make sure that you're, yeah, you're making those conscious choices every day to basically prepare yourself for the next day. Yeah. When I was, when I was prepping myself to go on a mission, I talked about this in the episodes that were kind of about my background, but when I was prepping myself to go on that mission for church, um, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, when I was prepping to do that, there were certain things that, well, life at the time sucked because it was right after the car accident, yep. and then I got kicked out of the house and moved in with my brother. Life was pretty bad, and I was sleeping on these two stupid mats <laughs> at my brother's house that were just like these foldable, you know, like a three-fold map type thing. And so I'm sleeping on those mats, and uh, I hated them, and they hurt my back, and, you know, I always wake up with, like, kind of a sore back, like, eesh. Those are comfy for maybe one night, but for a couple months, it's not very fun. But while I was doing all of that, I also didn't sleep very much. My day was just always busy with either work or trying to at least, you know, do something fun throughout the day. And so I would do specific things to prepare myself, like, okay, in a couple months, I'm going to South Africa so I can help these people. And so I wanted to prep myself spiritually. So I wanted to make sure I was always praying in the mornings and in the nights. And I wanted to make sure that I was reading the good word of the Lord. And so what I would do, even after a long 15-hour stupid shift of like, I worked at freaking Chakarama and then going to the stupid convention center. man. Working there for so long, I'd come home tired as crap, but I would leave my scriptures open on my bed. 
so that I knew every single night I had to come home, look at my scriptures, and by just me looking at them and seeing them open, I'd be like, I know I have to read this Almost right guilt now. guilt tripping yourself. Exactly. But it was so easy to do it because exactly. they're already open on your bed. Right. Where you, they're in your way. And to read them, I have to get down on my knees, which, which is where I'm going to be praying from. So it's, it's perfect. <laughs> so it's literally set up so that I can't fail. The and least nights, resistance. Exactly. And some nights, I still failed. We all do every once in a while. You know, some nights I feel like I'm just too Not tired. Me. I can't. <laughs> Except Hayden. <laughs> I'm perfect. <laughs> but some nights I'm just like, you know, I'm just, I'm just too tired. I don't think I can do it. But because it was a habit, because I started doing that, it became easier. And like you're saying, it had the least amount of resistance in order for me to do the things that I really wanted to do. I just needed that extra push. So here's a question for you then. Hmm. What would you say is the most influential habit, I'd say non-religious habit that you've created or that you want to be creating mm. that you think will help you every day. And this is something that someone can do every day. Every single day. For me, I'm this, I don't even want this to be cliche and I don't even want this to be, um, I'll say a couple of things, but the main one, it starts with, not even because of the book, because I learned this, but... Every single day, if I make my bed, my day goes better. Because if I make my bed, my room's more organized, my thoughts are more organized, and yeah. I just feel better. And that's usually followed up by making my bed. If I come home and like I change my clothes at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, okay, I got to change. Well, even in the morning, I change from... You change like five times in a day. You're literally a woman. <laughs> no, listen... Amelia's here in the studio today, and don't get me started on how many, <laughs> on how many times that girl changes, bro. It's absolutely Called absurd. Out. Dude, no, listen. And she does her laundry. She'd be wearing something one time for like an hour max, and she'd be washing it. Sounds like, like you. Your no, guys listen, are made dude, for each other then. I haven't washed these pants in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also a red flag, I guess. You hearing this, Amelia? Yeah, so you know. You know, you know. But anywho, anywho. <laughs> but in the mornings, if I make my bed, then automatically as soon as I take off my clothes to put on like my work clothes, my sleeping clothes, yeah. don't leave them on the floor. Pick them up, put them in the freaking laundry basket. Or fold them and put them away. Exactly. Yeah. And then when you come home and you change again, you're like, done with my work clothes, I'm going to put on my exercise clothes. You take your work clothes, put them in the laundry basket, or fold them up and put them away. If you do those small and simple things, which seem kind of stupid and mundane, when you do those... It's, I don't know, for me, it gets me over the hump of laziness. Because we know how it goes when you come home, you're like, I'm going to get to that. And then you open up Instagram, you open up the YouTube, you open up the Tiki Talk. I never watch YouTube, I <laughs> promise you. <laughs> did, did not spend the last two hours on it. <laughs> you see? And so if we don't get those tasks done right when they need to be done, it's going to be way harder for us to get them done because now we've put a roadblock in our way, and that roadblock is our brains being idolized, our brains being distracted, or just letting other things come in the way. Um, but so, so ultimately, it starts with making your bed. Every single day is what people can do. But those little tasks that are annoying, the putting your clothes away right as you take them off, washing your dishes right after you eat your food, if you do it right after, I promise it will be a million times easier yeah. than if you wait on it or if you delay it. I don't know if it was you telling me or someone else, but there is this rule that someone had expressed to me where it was like, 
if it if the activity is going to take you less than three minutes, you're going to be so much happy if you just do it. Mm. Which is super simple. It's like, okay, well, what are the three minute activities that you do in a day? Right. Well, it's brushing your teeth. It's taking a shower. It's getting dressed. It's like all. It's making your bed, cleaning your room, mm. putting your dishes away, mm. tidying up your workspace filling up gas, like all these little things that take <laughs> filling up gas. Right? It's a pain, especially it. nowadays. It's it's literally it's the, the worst. worst. Sorry, continue. I don't remember the last time I filled up gas either. <laughs> but driving to Canada. Nuts. Because <laughs> you fill up so many times. And it just gets more expensive the more yeah, north you go. Yeah, it's the worst. The worst. But no, I like that rule is something that I always think of. I'm like I don't want to make my bed. I've got clothes on it. It's going to be stressful. I'm like, all I got to do is pull the sheet over because I keep one side tucked in. I don't even have to mm. make it, really. That's true. It's already half You kind of roll out, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I just roll out, literally. <laughs> yeah, but you're not moving around. Roll out of bed and then roll out of my room. <laughs> and then I make my bed. <laughs> and it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's really cool because to me... It is one of the few natural cures to a lot of things. I think it's more of a natural cure to people who have things like OCD. And if you have anxiety, having a schedule and having organized things, it helps. Well, humans love schedules. Exactly. And and if you have these other like mental difficulties or mental blocks that are just, you know, maybe natural, unnatural, if you have those, but you're able to get past the hump of just doing these things, it will ease those burdens at least just a little bit. So here's another question. Here's another answer. You sure? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you're like, hit me. <laughs> Maybe one more time. I'll kick you. Oh. <laughs> so um, what would you say is the best way to, to get out of bed in the morning? Because mm. for me, that's the hardest thing. I hate getting up. I know you mentioned turning on the light. Yeah. And I know that definitely has helped me. But what if you have roommates? What if you have children in the same room or whatever? Yeah. Um, living with someone. How how does that work? Mm-hmm. You don't want to interrupt them, so you don't want to turn on the light. What's the best way to get up? For myself, it is, in all honesty, getting up, like sitting your physical body up and getting out of bed as soon as you wake up. As soon as that alarm goes off. As soon as the alarm goes off. However, back in my day, I love cereal. Just so everybody knows, cereal is my second favorite food. French toast being my favorite food. Kels is a huge fan of spaghetti. Oh, don't get me started. I'll start yelling. That's Um, how much he loves it. (laughs) Shut up. Chocolate. But uh, I love cereal, and I was reading a cereal box one time. It was Life Cereal, I believe. This was approximately 10 years ago. Life Must Go On Cereal. <laughs> the Life Must Go On Cereal. Cinnamon, even. Um, sweet, sweet <laughs> cinnamon. Sweet. Shut up. <laughs> um, but I was reading a cereal box, and it talked about the best way to start your day is by sitting up in your bed, oh. stretching for 20 seconds. Okay. Letting out a, you know, a little yawn, get the aches the and pains, roll. get the blood rolling, and then getting out of bed. And so it's like a minute-long process of wake up, stretch a little bit, and get out of Three-minute rule right there. Three-minute rule right there. Give yourself the time. Exactly. Well, I'm horrible. This is what I do. You ready? <laughs> but, it, but it works. Okay. So I've got this game on my phone. 
And what I do... Good way to start this. It's, it's a very, very childish game, hmm. right? It requires no... I'll tell you after. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Clash of Clans, it's, isn't it? It is not Clash of Clans, but it's made by the same people. <laughs> it's like Clash Royale. It's not that either. <laughs> okay, sorry, continue. Um, but yeah, what I'll do is I'll just go on it, and because my whole thing is... What I'll do is I'll, I'll convince myself to keep my eyes closed. So, you know, the second I keep my, I open my eyes, game over, right? Light comes in, body's awake. Right. And so I'm like, if I can just keep my eyes closed and I don't open them, I'm fine. Like, <laughs> I can stay in bed as long as I want. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'll grab my phone and I'll just make it a habit to go on it and do something that's not going to fill my brain with emails and stress and all these yeah. things, but something quote-unquote relaxing where I don't have right. to worry about what I'm doing. So just to force your eyes open. Right. right. Something that keeps my eyes open for long enough that my body's like, Ugh, fine, I guess we'll wake up now. Yeah, yeah. So kind of the same thing with like turning the lights on, stretching, getting your body rolling, so. Yeah, okay, getting up and moving. I'm with you, I'm with you. Well, up and moving is different for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> up and rolling, up and up rolling. Up and rolling. <laughs> rolling and up. Oh. Then rolling again. Wow. Wow. Speaking of Roland, we should get him on the podcast. Oh, we should get Roland. Talk That'd about weightlifting, dude. Weightlifting. Yeah. Roland's our good friend. He does weightlifting. He's like, he does like Olympic lifts, you know. He's crazy. He, he is pretty crazy. You'd never know. Yeah, big boy. Sick guy. Um, Super. <laughs> but uh, which he's probably listening to this right now. Roland, we love you, dog. Love you big time. A little bit. A lot of bit. Oh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> Anywho. But I think that's that's one of the main things. And it's crazy to me. The way that you start your day, it really helps the rest of your day go as planned. Um, but I think the same principles that we're talking about of just getting short habits, it's not a hard thing. It, that's the weirdest thing. I know everybody listening relates to this. And if you say you don't relate to it, shape up, because I know you do. Just But it just seems like a non-exhaustive list of, like, to-dos. Well, it's, it's in all honesty, it's so easy. It's just for some reason they're so hard. hard. <laughs> it's like, like man, make my bed. I have to feed myself today. <laughs> I have to like I don't know, make food for twenty minutes. I have to uh, go outside and move my body. I have to do the laundry. Oh like, my gosh! These are things that if you were like, I want to set a world record today, and you're like, I'm gonna do the most home tasks in two hours. I guarantee you could get. Waking up, making your bed, cleaning your room, washing the dishes, doing your laundry. I bet you could do all of that within an hour. And individually, within a few minutes, each one. <laughs> and you'll feel so much better after doing it. So much better. So much better. We just like to take our sweet little time. Mm, and procrastinate. We love procrastinating. Because we have... I watched this, brand, this video. It's a TED Talk. And he talks about the mind of a procrastinator. Inside and he said, the mind of a master procrastinator, yes, yeah. Tim Urban. Yep, that's the one. And it's a great talk, and he talks about the, you know. Procrastination monkey. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we got a logical side of our brain, and then we got the procrastination monkey side of our brain. <laughs> logical side's like, yeah, it'll take me literally 20 seconds to pick up my clothes and put them in the laundry. Procrastination monkey's like, bro, you're in a rush. Just hustle up and come do it later. <laughs> and then when you come to do it later, he's telling you, bro, do it later. We got something else to do. Don't listen to that fetching monkey. Listen to the logical side of your brain, and I guarantee that if you start your day making your bed and doing those simple tasks to ease your day and how it goes, it's going to go so much better. Don't want to play on that dark playground. Uh, don't play on that dark playground. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that talk, go listen to it. That's Tim Urban, 
Tim Urban, TEDx. Inside the mind of a master procrastinator. That's one of my best. That's one of my favorite it's, speeches. It's so funny. It's really good. It's and the pictures that he just has with it. It's just so perfect. <laughs> yeah. So go listen to that if you haven't. Um, but we'll probably wrap things up in just a sec. If I could wrap everything up into a checklist of what people can do, it seriously is just wake up, make your bed, do your laundry, clean your dishes, and your life will be so much better. <laughs> what about you? Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Open your freaking eyes when that alarm goes off. Reals. And Put your phone out of reach, maybe, so it forces you to sit up. That is a good my thing. Quick story. It's oh, my freshman anyway. year. Right. The way that the room was set up, the closest charging ca- like port or whatever to plug your phone in, your laptop, whatever, yeah. it was a tiny room, shared room, so you had your bed, and then at the foot of your bed, you had your desk, mm-hmm. and then there's a massive dresser to your right. But on... But, like, the dresser, your bed was so high off the ground that a regular charging cable wouldn't actually plug into the into the wall right. and reach your bed. So if you wanted to charge your phone, it had to be at the foot of your bed. Mm. So I had the best sleeps in my entire college career so far. Right. That you're freshman not on year. your phone while you're sleeping. Because it was at the foot of my bed. Mm. And every morning I had to sit my whole body up literally do the splits or whatever, touch my toes to reach my phone <laughs> Exactly. to get it and then do that. Yeah. And I was up at 6.30 every morning because mm. I had class at 8. Right. And there's no way I would have been able to do that if my phone wasn't at my feet. 100%. Yeah. If it's right next to you, you're just like, oh, I'll get distracted for right. two hours before I go to sleep. I even had a roommate that charged his phone in a different room Yeah. because his bedroom was for sleeping, not phone time. Dang, what a beast. Yep. I love it. Shout out to Zach Moore. Hey, Zach, my boy. Good guy. Big kisses to you. Miss him. Yeah, good guy. Um, (laughs) But I guess overall, the things that we've talked about today, we have touched up on just a ton of stuff, but all of the things are very relatable. And I know you people listening, each one of these things that we've said, I know it relates to you in some way or another because it happens to all of us and all of us don't prepare for things as good as we should and we don't accomplish the small simple tasks as often as we should and so our plea today to everybody and even to ourselves go home and do laundry go home and do your freaking laundry (laughs) get your gas and make your bed and make your bed even if it even if you don't do it right when you wake up do it before you go to bed and you will feel better right after you do it even if it's mid-afternoon just get it done the process of just do it. You know how it is. The book of Nike, chapter one, verse one. Right. Just do it. That's in the Broble, the if Broble. I'm not mistaken. Yes, 100%. Okay. In the, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to go anymore. <laughs> but that is what we wanted to talk about today. Shorter episode. Um, everybody, make your bed, do your laundry, do the dishes. You're going to live a great life. You're going to overcome your challenges, and you're going to be able to, I don't know, do a lot of good. Anything else you got for us, Hayden? Yeah, if you wear stance socks, the logo goes on the inside, not the outside. <laughs> Thank you. Pet very peeve. Much. Also, pet peeve was me initially learning that because I was like, why would it not be on the outside? Because it's called instance. I had somebody. Hmm, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. I had somebody tell me one time, you're wearing the socks wrong because they're on the outside. And I was like, bro, don't even. I was like, why would they put it on the inside? Like, my Nike socks, you don't see the Nike check only on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Anywho. But figured it out, Googled it, 
felt like a moron because I roasted this chick. I was like, yeah, bad marketing tactic, putting this that's logo on the inside so nobody can see it. And then I looked it up, and, yeah, that's the right way to wear them. And it's very smart because if your legs crossed over, everyone can everyone see the logo. Everyone can see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anywho. All right, that was beautiful. Wonderful. Um, meals, anything? <laughs> She's nervous. <laughs> All right, everybody. Put on the spot. We'll catch you next week. Be prepped. Woo! <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.